Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We live all day long today. This is Flossie Jeezy, and this is the Flossie Jeezy Show Worldwide. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. We are on deck. Tonight's episode, How Do Lyrics Impact Young Listeners? Talking about the uh, Pacquiao-Bradley fight and talking about what's on your mind. But the big topic of the night is, should artists be concerned about the impact of their lyrics? 646-595-3402. It's 8 p.m. I'm just waking up out of a real good nap. I wasn't going to go on tonight. I was sleeping real good. But I said I better get up and uh, get the people what they want. We're going to continue to hit you in the head with some of this, you know what I'm saying, hot R&B, hot, uh, you know, classic uh, hip-hop. We're going to keep this thing moving right off the top, y'all. A little something from my man Devin the Dude and Slim Thug. And like Flossy G, I'm back. I do this for the block, I do this for the hood I do this for the streets, cause the streets keep me good I do it for the hustlers, I do it for the thugs I do it for the G's, cause the G's show me love I came in the game, 17, real loud Only thing on my mind, make my mama proud Started rocking crowds, getting dope from shows And as the fame rose, then came the hoes Then came the clothes, then came the cars Next thing I know, I'm a ghetto superstar So here come the haters, traveling by the but never mind them, cause uh, bitch, I'm I back. Pull up a couple of the stupid good and buy it up so I can get on my thoughts. Let's get high. More money, more problems. They say that's how it is when you live like a boss. Like see, a I've been going on my grind for some time and the streets thought a nigga fell off. Hell no. But if I decide not to rhyme no more rhymes. Still be well off. Cause bitch, I'm back. A born boss, got nothing to lose. Still shining in the game, got nothing to prove. Got rich, independent, didn't need no deal. Had paper before I signed, didn't need no meal. Got hustles on the side, ain't got to rap. And if I don't still, I still got the trap. I don't fuck with you rappers, y'all fake to me. I don't fuck with you majors, y'all snakes to me. I don't care about fame, fuck being a star. Let them take all the pictures, just give me a car. Then give me his house and his watch chain On the bank account, credit cards, jot my name But I guess one come with the other So here I go, I'm a writing rap hustler I'm too blessed to complain about that So where I gotta sign, take your pictures Cause bitch, I'm I back I up a cup, feel the good and fired up So I can get on my thoughts Let's get high. More money, more problems. They say that's how it is when you live like a boss. You like see, wow. I've been going on my grind for some time and the streets thought a nigga fell off. Hell no. But if I decide not to rhyme no more rhymes, I'ma still be well off. Cause bitch, I'm back. Truth for hit, so fuck it. I'ma gon' keep it 100 for the public. I dropped out already platinum, but it only sold gold. And niggas looking at me like I sold my soul. Cause I'm rapping with P and not Mr. Leave. But when you're on your grind, sometimes you can't see Before Mike Camel Power sign I was at Interscope trying to find my mind Still tipping, wasn't popping, three kings just dropped And I'm an underground artist trying to get on top So I listened to my label, plan to break X And learned a whole lot of game from that just stay true, my nigga, and do you And fuck what another trying to tell you to do Continue to spit facts, you can bump in them laps And no, yeah, just a leak track 
bitch, I'm I back. Hold up a cup, feel the sweet liquor and fired up so I can get on my thoughts. Let's get her. More money, more problems. They say that's how it is when you live like a boss. Thank you. 
I should if I could, I would. No disrespect, it's all good. Performance on the line. Watch them shine, came up with mine. Got mad like lines, smart to design. I live and find true criticism. Pitiful as minimal, unconsiderable. They wonder why I made it. Plenty full, count it. Better credit on the street. Then record store, the 9 to 5 won't let me double my money. What am I doing? I plead it together, second cheddar to make it better forever. Whatever, much too clever, like double header. Why you playing me close? Like a golf in the Chicago Bulls, like a, a butter on toast. Ain't no telling when I might pull two blocks like pop. Mm-hmm. Start releasing shots at hot. You the rock in the drop top. Picture me on your block. See your mouth looking like you want to fight me. Soon as I bring it to you, tell you in this second life. Then invite me up in your crib with your wife and kids. Stop a bid, not being yourself a prudent shit you did. How you live is rather die to see it than you take it. Haters trade it, cause ladies probably say they see me make it. Finally made it, won't see them haters die so easily. Traders brought enemies up to me like they friends to be. Shorty fell to see when I'm sipping Hennessy. It brings back memories, how you hate it. Why I made it, should have been feeling me. Traders die so easily. Much love out to all my players, Carolina style, NY, DC, MD, VA, come on, yeah. Stronghold, L Station, Phase 3, come on, Ghetto Hills, Lights Out Production. My man just cheated death the other day, you know what I'm saying? Like real talk, man, it's like one day you here and one day you not, man. That's why family and money is all I live for, man. Yeah, my man just went in. Damn, my other man just came home. Real, he got knocked for a body, yo. Only cause him and his man was sharing chrome. Okay, same thought, same frame of mind. Yeah, X-Men, you know the name, lame, stay in line. Make money, homes, when the same bucks gone. Yo, I'ma still be men, the same chucks on here. Name insane, same dang stuff on. How I get my fuck on, then I get the fuck gone. That's ratchet, yeah, that's attached. You know I'm real, I show tats to match it. Look. Classic, yeah, that's what I strive for, right? You can either keep it real, keep it live, or chill. Cause that ain't your character. Nah, I flow golden, 24 carat, yeah. bruh. Family and money is what I live for. Shit, ain't too much else that I care about. Nah, I'll be wishing that I could give more. If anybody move, I'ma air it out. So clear it out, make room. Make room, make room, make room. Yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. Clear it out, make room. Make room, make room, make room. Yeah, nigga, we here, nigga. Yo, who made room for these whack niggas? I don't know. You like a boss in the mob getting whack, nigga. I'm like Paul with the rock, got sack, nigga. And now Need to go to war, that's Iraq, nigga We strapped up with camouflage and ooze, yeah Shorty on the bus with a pound and a doobie, yeah We just tryna make a movie And I don't like rap, cause none of this shit moved me I'm bumping at Al Green, playing at Marvin And Sandy was a bitch, my whole city is starving Spitting that Red Cross and writing that Blue Shield Words like money, every verse a cool meal Life's so hard, like we swallowed the blue pill And I don't like fake shit, life is too real Car got Crash, damn near just got killed Fuck great A's, every day's a new thrill Yeah, family and money is what I live for Shit, ain't too much else that I care about Nah, I'll be wishing that I could give more If anybody move, I'ma air it out So clear it out, make room Make room, make room, make room Yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga 
Complicated, cause I grab the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small. Cool, cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet back to the lab without a mic to grab. So then I add all the rhymes I had, one after the other one. Then I make another one to diss the opposite, then act as the brother's done. I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine, but I don't need a cigarette. Know what I mean? I'm raging, creeping up the stage and don't it sound amazing? Cause every rhyme is made in thought of, cause it's sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing, vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in The mic is a drain, no, volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts to God 48 tracks to slide, the invincible microphone, fiend rock, Kim, spread the word, cause I'm N-E-F-F-E-C-T, a smooth operator operating correctly, but back to the problem, I gotta have it, you can't solve it, silly rabbits, a prescription is a hypertone, that's heroin, I fiend for a microphone, like heroin, soon as the bass kicks, I need a fix, 
give me a stage and a mic and a mix and I'll put you in a mood or is it a state of unawareness beware it's the reanimator a menace to a microphone a lethal weapon or assassinator if the people ain't stepping you'll see a part of me that you never seen when I'm feeding for a microphone I'm the microphone fiend after 12 I'm worse than a gremlin feed me hip hop and I start trembling the thrill of suspense is intense you're horrified but this ain't the cinemas of tales from the dark side by any means necessary this is what has to be done make way cause here I come my DJ cuts material Grand material It's a must that I bust any mic your hand to me It's inherited, it runs in the family I wrote the rhyme that broke the bull's back If that don't slow him up, I carry a full pack Now I don't wanna have to let off You should've kept off, you didn't keep the stage warm Step off, ladies and gentlemen You're about to see a pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum. I can't relax, see I'm hyper the hypochondriac, cause the rap be one hell of an answer. Dope something you can't smoke more than dope. You try to move away, but you can't. You broke more than cracked up. You should have backed up. But those that act up need to be more than smacked up. Any entertainer, I gotta talk to chamber one on one. And I'm the remainder. So close your eyes and hold your breath. And I'ma hit you with the blow of death. Before you go, you remember your scene. The fiend of a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The microphone fiend. The mic of 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 the mic the mic of the mic of the mic of the mic the mic of the mic of the mic of the mic the Don't understand 
Welcome to the church, volume two. Exclusive two, one, three. <laughs> Got my nephew, Nate Dog in the house. Nate Dog, holla at him, where you at? Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her on road. People reaching for stars. I just want me something natural. When you're alone, it gets mighty cold. Don't act as if you did not know. She let me play with her part. I'm working late. I said I'll soon be home. All the while the girl was on her phone. Let me tell you what she's crying for. Why? Cause I'm fly. Super fly. Nate, no. Oh, 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 I'm fly. Yeah. yeah, you know he's super fly. But me, I'm super duper and I'm super duper fly. fly. I'll be the greatest, I know you waited this, and I wanted this to be elaborate and so strenuous. Then you just slide by and with a, you want another kiss, a, is that the way that you gon' for his age? I know you're feeling all hurt inside, but won't you talk to a player, let me help out your pride. I'm like a counselor, a pastor, a priest, or a psychologist, a shrink on a freak, peace. My technique, I wear mink, gator boots, and I'm the rip that gets the loot, and I ain't afraid to shoot, and I love to chew, too. Beat deep as I slide up the street. I'm from the LBC, and I don't know what y'all ain't heard about me, but I'm a CRIP with some PIMP2. I'm a real pimp player from the 213 crew. Now look here, boo, if you gon' bang or hang with the dog, you best to get in. Holla at her, Nate, dog. Riding in my car, and I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her heart broke. I just want me something natural When you're alone it gets mighty cold Don't act as if you did not know She let me play with her part I'm working late, I said I'll soon be home All the while the girl was on her phone Let me tell you what she crying for Three peaks with a mink, gotta think my shit stinks. Stacey Adams with a drink, pockets pat them, they come from brink. So what the ladies wink? You the one in the Mercedes shotgun with the thing. Coach chilling, watching the Lion King. Crying and things, cause I'm with Snoop and Nate singing, rhyming and things. I'm out late, cause I'm grinding for change. I ain't with dying for James. Cock back and I'm trying to aim at everything that be hating my fame. Just regulating, been lacing the game. Ain't no mistaking the game. To one mother effing frizzle, sipping on the fizzle. And that's the chisel, four times for the riddles. You know these bars, everywhere we go. You know who was on. You could tell by the car. Champagne, caviar, bubble back. I say I love you, and I laugh. In my car. And I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to a sad girl thing. Think about how she got her heart broke. People reaching for stars. I just want me something natural. When you're alone, it gets mighty cold. Don't act as if you did not know. She let me play with her heart. I'm working late, I said I'll soon be home. All the while the girl was home alone. Let me tell you what she crying for. Why? Cause I'm fly. Yeah, he's super fly. Nate, go. Oh, 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 I'm fly, yeah.
Skills. 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 Listen, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get it together one way or another. 
I'm loving this. I'm bringing it to you where you want to hear it. Some of that smooth old school R&B, a little bit of jazz from our main man, Grover Weissman. R.I.P. to the Godfather. Nobody did it like him. Always number one in the house. You know what I'm saying? Stanley coming at you live with some of this old school. Loving it like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the era that I get, I'm kind of caught in. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Once you get in there, you find something that's smooth. You like it. You like to share it. You know what I mean? You know, just keeping it live here on a Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? Once again, 646-595-342. Flossy G coming at you on from the Flossy G Radio Network. I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to slap you upside the head with a little bit more flavor. I'm going to hit you up with a little bit of Devin the Dude coming at you, you know what I'm saying, rolling in a bucket, you know what I'm saying, two kids in a bucket, you know what I'm saying, bumper, you know what I'm saying, like Bill 79. Still I'm flipping on hoes Hoes be tripping on them Devin don't be tripping on hoes That they be talking about Oh, we're just a good dad nigga With no inspection sticker Drinking liquor, smoking slippers And I go about 47 Get a 55 You inject niggas be honking But fuck it, my shit is five I pay for it about nine times Different mechanics Too much of a job Some say they just couldn't handle it I need some shots on the back I need some work on my brakes My passenger side one it just don't want to raise I hear bumps and crunks, pings and ticks and dings I got a hole in my muffler and other minor things Like my electrical review mirror Don't move like a toaster Even the objects in that motherfucker need to be closer I'm satisfied with my ride I don't ask much But people talk and they just They heckle and laugh But I'm rolling car, not rolling Probably never will be as much Giving it a rest 
She needs some new shoes and getting fitted for a dress You know I love my baby, hell I call my baby Pearly She got mad at me this morning, woke her up too early Just to go across town over on Chimney Rock Had to pick up a bitch who wanted to give me the cop I got over there real cool and picked her up all good But halfway to the hotel, smoke start coming up from the hood Me and the bitch had to push and she didn't even get mad at me Figured out the problem, made her go steal me a battery Now lavishly, I'm rolling, car not stolen Probably never will be, it's much too golden Smoking, bleeding, feeling fine in my Sipping cheap liquor, 
game and know she's open, I can get to sleep with her. It's the man's work. Staying strapped, fantasies of a nigga living fat, but hell back. My block, it's like the world don't exist. We stay confined to this small little section we living in. On my block, I wouldn't trade it for the world, cause I love these ghetto boys and girls. Born and raised on my block. Rest in peace to all the motherfuckers that passed away. From all the blocks that I'm from.
extra smooth. You never know what Flossy Jeezy's going to throw at you. I told you, some of that good old-fashioned R&B, hip-hop, and yes, some of that razzmatazz, that smooth jazz here in the city of Roses. Okay, you know, it's 9.06 p.m. We got a caller in the building, first one of the night. But I was just going to be all music tonight. That's all right. I got my man on deck. My man, Rawhide. Right. What's going on tonight with you? <laughs> man, what's good, man? Oh, it was a lovely day in the city. Hey, you're, you're, you're chilling out tonight the way it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I, I had a lovely day with the family, the brother-in-law. Cooked up some barbecue. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? We did it big like we're supposed to. And, uh, you know what? You for much more. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, uh, man, it was it was a really cool day, man, and, and glad to be here. God has blessed me to see another one, and, and now I get to spend uh, this night kicking it on the Flossy G Show, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. You know how we do it. We, you know, we keep well, what's, it up, what's the man? word, man? You oh, know. Man, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of sitting back here, man. You know, I, I, I was, you know, chilling in, in the spot and everything. You know what I'm saying? I, I took mm-hmm. my girl over to Stanford, so there in Jansen Beach, you know what I mean? Well, he said, we, That's we the way to do it. Too. Yeah, we had yeah. ribs, too, man. Yeah. It, was, it was a ribs kind of day, you know. The wind was blowing a little bit too hard for her hair, dude, so we went over here and sat inside, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. We're going to have a little days to eat outside and chill out. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, you know, I was knocked out a little while ago, man. The, the show time was within 30 seconds of starting. And all I can do is call in to the host uh, hookups and get everything going and everything, man. And I, I'm, I'm playing with one eye, open one eye closed, trying to get the show up and running. So, yeah, you know, that was Sunday show, but I said, oh, what the hell, man. I said, I'd go ahead and throw a little something together, you know what I'm saying? Then I'd get online, you know, talk about this, that Pacquiao, you know, Bradley fight, you know what I'm saying? Cause oh, man. Was sweet. What's your take on that, man? Why don't you go ahead and break it down for the good people out there? You know, oh, Lord. Man, first <laughs> of all, I, I, I have to give uh, uh, Mr. Flossy G's. I want the world to hear it. Mr. Flossy G's gets his respect because uh, he called it. He said that this man, uh, or actually, no, no, no. Uh, even though uh, you called the fight wrong, man, um, you know, I'm oh, yeah. still giving it up to you. That uh, man, Bradley. Bradley is a better fighter uh, all day. Um, you know what I'm saying? Even though Pacquiao won that, it, it shouldn't have been the exact same fight that was going on uh, the the first time they went around. Man, I, you, you, we 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 talked about this, man. You know, I was expecting something way different, <laughs> and you just see something way different, and and it just was not happening for me today, nor for, for me yesterday. And uh, I was very yeah. disappointed in Pacquiao, man. I was I was extremely disappointed, even though hey. even though he won the fight, and and you know what I'm saying he got the decision hand over fist, whatever, whatever. The man was throwing no power. Um, you know what I'm saying? It was it was the the exact same fight that you saw last time, just a little bit cleaner and uh, a little bit more punches. But it was very uneventful. Uh, shots out for streaming it free. And not having to pay for the damn thing. 
Well, you know, I said it last time. I'll say it again. There's only one true champion out there. There's only one Floyd yes, Money Mayweather. And that it's like it's like racing a beagle and a greyhound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The competition, the race won't even be close. I, I, my prediction is that Floyd Mayweather Jr. will fight his last contract fight. He had five fights contracted with CBS slash uh, Showtime. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking that my man is going to fight Pacquiao last. And I and I predict that he's gonna knock him out. You know what I mean? You know, you know, it's mm-hmm. something that happens to boxers when they get knocked out. They're never the same boxers. Even you know, even 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 the little little folk right there, he's sitting there in your lap instead of saying the same thing. Pacquiao's not the same boxer. You know what I'm saying? They heard you, heard your uh, child right there in your, sitting in your lap saying. Yeah, he's not the same boxer. I agree with the child. He's not the same boxer. He's not the same cat, man. I mean, once you get knocked out, it's over with. Roy Jones got beat by Glenn Johnson, who had lost 13 bouts. Then he got roughed up by this, this fellow that was boxing out of Great Britain. Can't remember the name right offhand, but he got roughed up by him. He got, you know what I'm saying, he got basically dazed and, and punched out, you know, fighting a, a Tarver. We know him and Tarver went a long way back. They had been fighting each other since they was kids and in the amateurs and everything. But once you get knocked out, there's just something that happens where you're never truly the same. Even the great one, Muhammad Ali, when he got knocked, he didn't get knocked out, but he it, it might as well have been a TKO the way he got hit by Joe Frazier. The difference is, is that he came back twice and fought Joe two more times and summarily whipped up on him at, at, at Madison Square Garden again and then at the Thriller in Manila. You know what I'm saying? I'm stationed over there for a while uh, in uh, Aranita Stadium over there in the Philippines. Uh, he, he vindicated himself against him. Uh, Pacquiao is just about done, man. And people are saying, well, Floyd's going to wait till Pacquiao gets uh, too old and all this other business. They are one year apart. Those two are separated by, by, by an age difference of one year. It's still going to be a, a, a good fight. It's going to be the fight that everybody wants to see, but it's not going to be the results that everybody wants to see. But it's going to be a 50-50 split. I mean, the media has shown that they can't stand Floyd Mayweather. They don't like any black man who has, you know, riches, and, 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 and you know what rhymes with witches, uh, riches, witches. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They don't like any any cat standing out with all these Maybachs and big cars and stuff. But, you know, this cat literally fought for everything that he has. You know what I'm saying? He, he had some problems, and, you know, we all have problems with our old ladies and, and stuff like that. Things get out of hand sometimes. But for the most part, he's been a people's champion. They like to focus, when it's us, they like to focus in on the bad stuff that happens to an a, a athlete or a champion or stuff like that, but they don't ever focus in on the fact that he's a very charitable individual and that he does a lot for his community. And this guy is a genuine article. He is truly, truly, truly the people's champion. He's truly the people's yeah, champion. So, um, I, you know, I, I don't, like they say, don't believe the hype. I think you're going to see the real deal, the genuine article, and I think that Pacquiao is going to get knocked out in six rounds by Floyd oh, Mayweather. Yeah. If, if you can't withstand the last two fighters, there's no way in the world, though. And, and that was my main beef with watching this fight, bro, because I wanted to see a fighter that was ready to take on Floyd. And uh, I saw that in no way, shape, or form. 
from either one of them. But I, I think, uh, you know, at least with Bradley being more of a tank, um, he, he might have been able to last there. You know what I'm saying? But, but the way Pacquiao was looking, man, and, and what was going on in that fight, for it to be the exact same fight, he isn't ready for Floyd, bro. His career is over. Wow. I mean, he can he can he can he can fight these little uh, you know nobodies or whatever uh, you know to keep his title and blah blah blah. But uh, if Floyd wants that belt, he's taking it. Yeah, he should he should just give it to him. <laughs> Honestly, well, there's nothing there's nothing worse with a fighter who's got Pacquiao skills hiding behind his management team. Floyd Mayweather is his own manager of his own stable. Now he has his, mm-hmm. his his uncle and his father simultaneously training him and making sure that everything is everything. And I think even to be honest with you, I think the beef between Floyd and his dad, a lot of that stuff was manufactured for for for, for, for viewer stuff because you know they you know sometimes mm-hmm. you do things to, to for the public to see that you know you know it is an illusion. You know, as old saying that when I was in the military, we used to have this joke. But we asked the guy, is the hand is quicker than the eye? And um, mm-hmm. he said, yeah. He said, well, you know, reach down there and jack me up before somebody sees you. So so it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I don't know why they ran that joke, but it was, yeah, I wow. thought it was kind of weird. But, 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 but it's, it, well, they understand right. the pieces right now. But, but, you know, <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? It's one of those kind of deals right. where, you know, now, now you see me, now you don't. They train in the same building. Freddie Roach was part of that staff. He knows what he's looking at. I don't like when a guy has fighter skills, genuine draft. Like if it was a very mm-hmm. genuine draft, fighter skills, and hide behind had his management team. Floyd is his own manager. He has his uncle and he has yeah. his father training him. But Floyd Mayweather Jr. You notice they call it the money team, the money team. Right. When when when, when Golden Boy puts a fighter up. They're still going up against the money team. There's a reason why his name is on the moniker. There's a reason why his name is, is out there the way it is. And there's a reason why like, why people hate him. I mean, I mean, you know, America used to be a place where they love to see a champion. They love to see a winner. They love to be part of a winner. But it's become, this country has become so cynical and so ridiculous that they can't stand to see a real winner in, in, in the camp. And, and, and for whatever reason, if it's not Eurocentric, then they're not satisfied. It's like they act like he doesn't deserve to play with his money or gamble his money. Who gives a damn how much money this man gambles on, on, a, on, a, on a particular fighter or sporting event? Oh, he's right. flowing his fortune. What are you talking about? The man went over to the WWF, made 20 million bucks, bounced back, and, and still has all right. of his money. He carries receipts around all the time. Okay, I, I, okay I've got off point a little bit. I, right. Sometimes I, I get up on my soapbox and, you know, I, I break out the violin and like the, the country song said, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But long story right, short, right. I don't, I don't think unless I mean this guy, this guy Floyd was major, uh, uh, Mayweather Jr. fighting Madonna, that's getting ready to fight him, who just beat Broner uh, a, a couple few months ago. This guy is the real mm-hmm. deal. He's a genuine article. Unfortunately, this is the last big fight you're going to see Floyd have because between Pacquiao being the last guy, which I predict. And, and him kind of, you know, go out as a showman that he is. I think that we, after this fight that we see, you know, here uh, next month, uh, I believe it's mm-hmm. May, May, May the 12th or something like that, this is the last big-time fight you're going to see Floyd Mayweather have. I don't think anyone else can measure yeah. up. And, and if I'm Pacquiao, like Uncle Phil told Will Smith, be afraid. 
Be very afraid yeah. if you're the one that goes in there. Don't be the sucker running up in my face with that yang yang. To quote uh, KRS One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and like I said, man, you, you, and Pacquiao ain't it. Pacquiao is not it, man. Uh, man, let me ask you this, uh, Flossy, man. How how much uh, power do you think boxing is going to have, man? Because it's losing a lot. We don't have any heavyweights right now. We have no heavyweights. You know what I'm saying? Floyd, Floyd really is the last boxer, and you can talk all the shit you want to about Floyd being too flashy and all this other stuff, but, man, at least he's trying to keep this game interesting. Without him, what you got? Well, like, like, like old miniseries that was on some 10 years ago, I'll give it the same title. We are looking at the last Don. Floyd Mayweather yeah. is the last Don. We're, we're losing boxing to other sports. We're losing boxing to MMA. You know, MMA mm-hmm. came in and took that. They used to say cut a, a, bit, a, bit, a, bit, a big piece of fat out of a hog's ass. And, and, it's, mm-hmm. and, 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 I mean, you got boxing, mixed martial arts. You got a whole, you mm-hmm. know, a whole quandary uh, of, of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, fighting prowess and, and, and Strong men and, and people coming in boxing and throwing kicks at the same time. I think I think yeah. uh, uh, boxing is becoming like hip hop, man. It's starting to become a dying art where it's going to be replaced with something else. I think MMA is going to be it because I mean, for yeah. us not to have a heavyweight champion in America, right. all these brothers that out here boxing, all these big men that are boxing and fighting, for us not to have a heavyweight champion. Is almost un-American. I mean, that's, that was synonymous with baseball. America's yeah. heavyweight champion, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, American baseball. It sounds the same, don't it? You, we don't yeah. have that, – that's like getting rid of baseball or not having a, 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 a thriving baseball league. Man, what's going on? Hey, man, same thing's happening with the NBA. Before David Stern got out, thank God he did. Thank God he wasn't any younger because he made enough faux pas on his way out with, with that abortion of the, the Chris Paul situation. Uh, you know, I mean, this guy, was they were talking about because of the attendance levels. Like, you know, some of your Charlotte, you know, it's owned by Michael Jordan. Some of your, you know, lower mm-hmm. case letter teams who aren't winning no more than 16 or 20 games in a year. They were talking about doing like they did uh, films on Turner Classics. They were talking about letterboxing these folks and squeezing them into a tight space and taking, instead of having all the teams that we got, maybe narrowing it down to maybe, you know, 15 to 20 teams in the NBA instead of the, the, you know, the ever amount that we have now because they're just not getting it in the way that uh, we're accustomed to seeing them get it in. I mean, I think boxing is, is definitely in trouble. And if the attendance thing and there's not any excitement, excitement generated in the NBA, uh, I think it's in trouble too. And with that said, I'm going to bring my main man in, Malcolm the Beast. He's coming in. He's a sports enthusiast. He's coming in with these old sorry-ass Patriots. So I'm going to have to go ahead and let him on in. Malcolm, 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 you're on deck. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's going down, my man? Man, what's good, man? Hey, say, man, you forgetting about 
the best team in the NBA, San Antonio Spurs, too. You forgetting about that, too. You know what I'm saying? That's once a year again. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you dissing my Patriots, but you just mad because we play y'all shit. Nigga, I got the reg TV, so I got the NFL Sunday ticket already ready for me to watch every Patriots game. First time I'm out the mouth, every time. First. You always cut that like 50 cents. I whoop your head, boy. Yeah, it's going to die, man. We're going we gonna, to hey, we gonna have Revis. <laughs> Gonna have Reeves shut down. Um, Reeves are brown and shut down. That little Brandon Marshall bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he already knows. <laughs> there seems to be an attack of airway lunacy going on in the building tonight. You know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all come to Foxborough. That's the killing thing. Y'all come to Foxborough. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come Easy to play us in Foxborough this year. This Easy year, money, man. Man, come Easy on, money. man, please. You, you how we gonna lose the How we gonna lose the team to be? <laughs> but look, but look, this is the killer thing though, Nels. How can we lose to a team that be number one in the middle of the season and be number three at the end of the season? How can we lose to a team like that? Well, okay, well let me ask you that question in reverse. When do we play y'all, and how soon do we play y'all in the season? Because if we don't play oh, y'all at the end of the season, you guys are like a 57 Chevy. Oh, you look good sitting in, in the driveway, but it takes y'all a minute to get started since my man had gained a little age, and since he's using that hair mousse that wow. Giselle used. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to know. When, wow. when are we playing? And, and if so, you better be careful because we actually pretty hot on the road. Well, you hey, but look at here. You you kind of a little hot on the road, really. If you play in the late, like in November or December, do you know you play New England in Foxborough weather? You know what I'm saying? You know oh, we undefeated in the snow. We undefeated in the snow. Evidently, you haven't been to Chicago in the wintertime. Are you kidding me? Well, uh, hey, good thing you said that, Nell. Right. Though it's a good thing you, you said that, my brother. That's a good thing you said that. You never been to Chicago in a minute, and never been to Chicago. Well, thank God you said that shit because I got to stand on that shit. When we play <laughs> Chicago in Chicago, we beat Chicago thirty-five to seven in Chicago blizzards. That was the old guard. That was the old guard. And, 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 and how many years ago was that? Hey, man, come on, come on, man. I mean, I mean, seriously, for real, for real. So, that hey, was the old guard. And your, and your boy then got tired and cold, man. You guys are in trouble because you guys can't play against a real defense. Denver showed hey, that. Here. But, look, our defense has changed. Now we got a Brandon Browner that's 6'4 on one side. We got the real Reeves on the other side. You know what I'm saying? How can you do something with that? How, Nels? You know what I'm saying? Which one Brandon Marshall want? He want Reeves or Browner. We'll put Browner on him since Browner got that height, too. We'll put Browner on him. You know what I'm saying? 6'4. You know? What you better do is tell your boys to quit tweeting so much before they mess around and miss the show. The boy almost tweeted tweeted themselves out, out, of, out of being able to play. You better you better be careful. You know what I'm saying? Tell the boys yeah, to yeah, don't, hey, don't get it twisted. Hey, you fuck up. New England will cut your dumb ass. For real. You know what I'm saying? Hey, ask Randy Moss. Ask Randy Moss. Randy Moss complain, complain, complain. 
until when when it came to the season, when he'd be like, man, I don't want to leave New England now. I think this the team now. He's all complaining about the ball and shit. Look at here, dude. They're going to double cover your dumb ass. They know you got one little thing that you always do when you go straight out. You know what I'm saying? We got to pass to somebody fucking else. We can't give it to you. Nigga, you ain't uh, 1998 Randy Moss. You know what I'm saying? The Minnesota Viking Randy Moss that did to them cowgirls. You know what I'm saying? You, we, you ain't that Randy Moss. You feel me? You did? I feel you, Falcon. I feel you, man. For real. And, and we feel, hey, Ocho Cinco, you know what I'm saying? I feel like if Ocho Cinco would have played more in that Super Bowl, we would have beat the Giants. And that's what it was. But Eli did his little trickery thing, his little fucked up little play. Got to be the hero and shit. And skip out the seat then. That's all to it. Well, man, I, I definitely, I definitely, definitely can't wait. They, they, for whatever reason, you know, the one thing about the NFL, you know, it's, it's 2014, and this is pitiful that they don't have the schedule completed to show us what the season schedule is going to be for the 2014 season. This is this is ridiculous. It's April already, and, and we they start playing preseason night, though. Yeah, preseason well, you know, night, you know, though. Well, yeah, well, we, we don't care about preseason. Gonna be. And, and, and look at that butter and soft-ass preseason schedule right there. Washington Redskins, Philadelphia Eagles, Carolina Panthers, and New York Giants. Well, you, that's dental floss for y'all. Come on, man. <laughs> y'all better tighten up your back See, preseason don't really bother me, you know what I'm saying? But when they say week one, when when I don't have to really – when New England play and Houston play, when a person don't have to really watch the Houston game just to figure out what New England doing, that's one thing going to be good about week one. You know what I'm saying? When you have an NFL Sunday ticket, you know what I'm saying, I get to watch every Patriot game. Every, every, and and trust me. Well, I want you. To, I want you to remember this fire that you bringing me, because boy, when we come in there, man, I'm gonna have beard skills. No. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have me some strong alcohol just in case shit don't go right, and I may even be able to find a tree hanging up in the backyard somewhere because it's, it's legal up here. So uh, I mean, hey I'm man, gonna, that game gonna, gonna be five. You don't have Erlacher no more. You know what I'm saying? You don't have Earl. You got Peanut Tillman. You know what I'm saying, young Peanut? You got him. You know, but we ain't worried about that, man. We ain't worried about that cat at all. You know what I'm but saying? But what really, what, you got Jason Allen. Wow. Jason Allen. Okay, cool. And you, you know what I'm Jared Allen. Jared Allen's a beast. You know that. You know what you pay yeah, for Jared Allen. We, 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 ain't, we, we ain't Minnesota. <laughs> Believe that, but, we are not man, but the only thing I know about only thing I know about this, if you don't get to number twelve, if you don't get to that main man, number twelve himself, <laughs> the Patriots will roll and they will roll over you if you don't get to that man. Get that man time in that pocket if you want to and play games. He will light your ass up, ask Pittsburgh. Ask Norris and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what okay, I'm saying? I'm- I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you halfway. I'm gonna meet you halfway. Now I'm a, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was not happy to see Jay Cutler still in the box. I was not happy about that. Me, me and Larry first and had words all over that one about about you know having Jay Cutler. He was he was upset with me because I wasn't supporting the Jay Cutler cause because I thought that the quarterback and Lovey Smith 
God bless him. He's such a smart coach and, and, and good leader and stuff. And we let and we let him go too. Which that front office of ours sometimes just don't make smart moves. The man never had a losing season as a Chicago Bear coach, which is, which kills me that they will let him go. He picked up the quarterback in in McCown that I wanted to keep. But at the same time, Jay Cutler, if he, when he stays healthy, he's actually a pretty sharp quarterback. But like I said, he has his he has his moments and his flashes and you know what I'm saying, this guy, this coach that we have seems to be pretty sharp on on keeping things together with him and he really didn't play too bad, but we always get these stupid injuries at the wrong time. And we were we were the last couple of seasons, you know, say what you like, but we were not exactly falling the hell off. Now the commissioner's trying to help out, call himself helping out this this commissioner we got, but he wants to extend the season two more games or whatever to allow other playoff teams in. I don't think that a team should ever have, who has a winning record, should ever miss the playoffs. Ten and six, that's at least a a median thing. Now, the bottom line is New England has always been there. They've always shown their mettle, but they're showing signs, some signs of of, of wear and age, and they just let LeGarrette Blunt go. So that they want your 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 power back that they that they can usually count on to to, to more or less get the job done. But it should be very interesting to see this older New England team against this mid age mid range uh, squad that um, that uh, New England has. Because like I said, you guys aren't you know Brady's not a spring chicken anymore, but he's still the sharpest guy out there. Just my opinion. I mean, they give Peyton Manning a a, a lot of props and he and he deserves them, but you know, I've never seen Tom Brady just choke in a Super Bowl and, and capitulate the way um, um, my man did this last time. That's why I loved it when, when Peyton Manning lost that Super Bowl, I got to rub it in on how your last face. You feel me? Because <laughs> he said, who better? Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? And I keep saying Tom Brady. Now, if people realize when the Patriots win the Super Bowl, yeah, they won by three when Tom Brady was quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. won three Super Bowls by three. You know what I'm saying? But don't yeah. get it twisted. When he lose, you is not about to blow out Tom Brady. I'm sorry. No. You're not about to blow him out. Fuck no. He ain't going to let that. Ask, ask the San Francisco 49ers when they was up 31-3. to three. That man said, I don't give a damn what the outcome is, nigga. You is not about to embarrass me and not in Foxborough. I'm sorry. It scored 28 unanswered. You know what I'm saying? For real. Time to up. One fucked up kickoff from coming back, having one of the best comebacks since, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, what happened to Peyton Manning and I'm in Denver. But, you know what I'm saying? But they have been one of the one of the best comebacks of them all. We went for the kickoff return to Michael James. He got him a little closer. Then that Crabtree pass killed it. You know what I'm saying? But Brady came back 20, 28 unanswered. If people don't get your notebooks right, get your stats out. 28 unanswered. That means both touchdowns with them people ain't scoring at all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, do you know why I picked Seattle? to win the championship, and it was the same reason I was citing to Larry and the reason why I knew they would win 10-plus. Peyton Manning is a choker in the Super Bowl. And, and I kept I kept telling these guys that it's basically a good old exclusives over there, and, I, and, I, and, and that, that was my satisfaction to, to really rub it in San Francisco. But it 
appreciate that to, to those guys. I saw the New England Patriots go from 28 down, from 28 down, and score 28 unanswered and, 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 and beat Denver. That was my open indicator that they were not as sharp and strong as everybody gave them the credit for. And, I, and oh, my yeah. predict, part of hey. my prediction was is that, yeah, it's just like watching Michael Jordan play play basketball back in, back in the 90s. He's going to get his. So, Manning, I expected him. He's still got 300 yards in the Super Bowl. But will the rest of the team show up? That's always a problem. Will the rest yeah, of the not. team show when you, up? When you score one touchdown and that's at the end of the third quarter, literally at the end of the third quarter, you score just one touchdown and a two-point conversion. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that's, that's kind of good. You, you made the case points. But it still looks bad on the scoreboard because people blew you out. You know what I'm saying? And how I feel like you know really exposed Denver. What really exposed Denver is that game against Dallas. Yeah. It's only through five hundred yard over five hundred yards on your defense. That's showing that nigga you is Denver, you is nothing but offense. You is not defensive. You know what I'm saying? You just an offensive team and that's what it was. Because damn near Tony Romo throw over five hundred. Tony Romo, out of all quarterbacks, Tony Romo. You feel me? <laughs> 500, man. That's what it's supposed yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? That's why I just said it went up. They had, a, like I told Taz Exclusive, they had, Denver had a good-ass run defense. You is not going to run on Denver. If they stop a cat that rests over 200-something yards in a playoff game and stop him to nothing, the next game, you know what it is. And I'm talking about LeGarrette Blount. You know what I'm saying? When he was playing with New England. The boy rushed over 200 some yards in Indianapolis. But get shut down when they played Denver the next game. Look at Marshawn Lynch. 39 yards in the Super Bowl. With one touchdown because they was in the um, goal line. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come on. Come on. Them people ain't had no bad-ass rush defense. They had a terrible-ass pass offense. I mean, pass defense, my bad, pass defense. That pass defense was terrible. I don't give a damn if Champ was out there or whatsoever. That's terrible. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say if Russell, if Russell Wilson would have, you know what I'm saying, the only thing Russell Wilson got to do is play consistent. You know what I'm saying? Get the pass off. You know, just trick him a little bit with the run shit. Then you had the, the key weapon that's in Percy Harvin. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, Got the job done. Blue-eyed Denver. I am happy because Wes Welker, pale ass, Chucky face having ass, didn't get no championship. And I'm happy for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn. You can call me a hater. You can say I'm the Wes Welker hater. Let that man shine. I'm going to tell you, fuck you. That man don't got no championship, and I am happy about it. And that's what it is. That's trade man, too. Let me tell you something, man. I, I, I sat up there, and, and I watched this thing. And all you see, I'm, I'm a throwback kind of football uh, uh, game watcher. And I tried to tell, you know, Taz, and I tried to tell Larry, and they just, they just wasn't hearing it, wasn't hearing it, wasn't hearing it, that the old school quarterbacks, it's just like nowadays, they talk about rappers with bars, rappers with bars, rappers with bars. Back in the days, cats just spit their game, and they weren't worried about no fucking bars. To me, and, and maybe, like I said, maybe I'm too old school, but to me, so far as the rap game is concerned, the two are similar. And, and I'll tell you how they are. In the rap game, 
you know, you hear everybody, somebody comes up with, a, with, with some kind of, what do they call that, uh, some kind of gimmick or something, and now the, the gimmick is how many bars you got, how many bars you got. I mean, that shit don't mean nothing. If you got something to say and you can spit that shit, why do you think people admire Tupac and Biggie and all that? They never once mentioned how many fucking bars they had. They just spit that game. If they was going to tell your ass something, there it was, you know, in the story. It's the same thing in football. Oh, so, in terms of being a throwback for football, you know, none of them had 300 yards. And he's got one, oh, it's, you know, I kept hearing from Taz, oh, they're the most prolific. They're the most prolific team. And how can you say that? They're the most prolific team. They're the most prolific offense team. I'm like, look, you don't have to throw 300 yards to be an effective quarterback. Every every analyst, every, uh, uh, you know, publication, and just me with my own eyes watching, as long as this man didn't fumble the ball, didn't throw the ball away, which Russell Wilson is hard-pressed to get this man to even throw an, throw an interception. Actually, him and Peyton Manning both had 13 interceptions on the year, so they were tied in that category. As long as you can use your legs, basically, he's Steve Young in the depth. He used the Steve Young blueprint of the run and shoot. That's what that's that's what the, that's what means that the Texans, uh, people in Texas who, who created that, you know, the original Houston teams with, with, under Jerry Glanville, you know, for Houston, yeah, Orleans, you know. as, as well as you know, what I'm saying you remember, you remember Jerry Glanville, and it, right, and Atlanta. It's called the run and shoot, and that's all Russell Wilson is because he's a baseball player. Him and Kaepernick both have fast feet because they had to run ninety feet between bases. So automatically they had speed, endurance, and energy. And that's why a lot of times when Russell Wilson would take off, not, not, not dissimilar to RG3, if you got legs on you, your legs, remember, a quarterback is what? A quarter of a running back, a quarterback. Listen to the title, quarterback, which means he's going to run the ball, he's going to be accurate. And when you saw what he did in the Super Bowl, those guys, he shredded those guys. And, you know, Larry and, and Tess, still did not want to give those guys their credit and when the credit was due for what he was able to accomplish. Russell Wilson tore that ass up. Now, anytime you can win, uh, uh, lose one game in two years in your home stadium, that's something special. New England did it. Steelers did it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm yeah. done. Uh, then the fucked up thing about it was kills me. You know what I'm saying? They The nigga Taz was Coming th- coming in last year as you remember as the NFC champion. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, he kept saying that he NFC champions. Kept saying he NFC champions, and I'm sitting here like, all right, dude, niggas <laughs> niggas don't really represent NFC champions. If it ain't if Super Bowl are a bust, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Super Bowl are bust. You feel me? What the fuck? What the fuck? NFC. He was all over Kaepernick, Jock. Like I told him, I said, nigga, you rolled Kaepernick dick so hard until you got pregnant. And then when the nigga busted nut, you call that nigga a motherfucking sperm donor, my nigga. And that's how it was. The nigga fucked up. The nigga fucked up, you feel me? Because I knew what Kaepernick wanted to do. I knew what Kaepernick was trying to do. Instead of going for the fucking win, you want to go for that moment. Nigga, yeah. why the fuck you want to throw towards Richard Sherman way and trying to go for that moment? So if 
Crabtree would have caught that pass, you would sit there and say, I threw it on Richard Sherman. I won the shit, and I'm going to the Super Bowl. And that's what it was. But it didn't happen that type of way. You feel me? Plan fucked up because Richard Sherman knocked the bitch away until Malcolm Smith hands and won the game and sent Seattle to the Super Bowl. So this what Taz do. Kaepernick's a bum now. You know what I'm saying? But he's the man. He's the man. He's the man before the NFC Championship game. Right. After the game, he'll bump. You feel me? And he talked about, oh, Malcolm, mm-hmm. you gave up in the third quarter. No, I did not give up in the third quarter because I knew it would not game our AFC Championship game to win. It ain't giving up on your team. It just know that you you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. By the look of the game, I'm looking like, nah. They don't want to see New England in the Super Bowl. Fuck it. They made it for the number one offense, go against the number one defense. And mm-hmm. if, if all I think about them remind me of the New England Patriots back in 07. That's yeah. what them remind me of. But without the, you know, the Patriots went undefeated to the Super Bowl and we lost. But, you know what I'm saying, remind me of them because Brady did the same thing. He broke records. He broke, you know what I'm saying? New England broke records as a team. Went 16 and 0. Number one defense. I mean, going against the number one front four. My bad. With Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Brady, and we played the people before. You feel me? That's what it reminds me of. Devil Peyton Manning broke all records. Not only Tom Brady record broke Drew Brees record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Peyton Manning is God. Peyton Manning is this. Peyton Manning is that. But Peyton Manning only won one Super Bowl out of three tries. You feel me? Mm-hmm. One out of three, fellas. One out of fucking three. Now, Tom Brady first three, he won all three. Really, the last team that went back-to-back, Nels, if you, if, if you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? That's the last quarterback ever won back-to-back. You know, Tom Brady, Tom Edward Brady, right. if you want to call him that. The cat out of Michigan, right. number 10, when people didn't give him no try, went six round, came in out of the blessed old got fucked off. You know what I'm saying? And never looked back ever since. You feel me? Come on, man. That's Brady. The, most the next year. The most hardest man I ever heard was a, was a guy running around screaming NFC fucking champion like that was saying something. Yeah. That's the most like, what the fuck that's that supposed to mean? retarded. I'm like, what the hell kind of bullshit? Oh, well, we're the NFC champion. And then that's when, that's when we got into it. I said, okay, well, now that you done lost, what are you now? i tell you what you are. Sit at I'm, home I'm next a loser. Year. I'm a loser. Because the NFC champions end up winning the Super Bowl. The NFC West champions end up winning the Super Bowl, if you want to put it in. in which way you want to put it? You know what I'm saying? Division champs, conference champions, Super Bowl champions. And that's the Seattle Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See how the Seahawks proved that, nigga, guess what? Y'all weren't supposed to really go to that Super Bowl from the get-go last year against Baltimore Ravens. Y'all weren't supposed to go. We fucked up against Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? That's what sent y'all to the Super Bowl because we knew Atlanta couldn't fuck with y'all. You know what I'm saying? We is a rivalry. We is a Seattle Seahawks, the same team that you can't even beat us in our home stadium. Now, you tell me that. The only team beat you in it be Seattle in Seattle is Arizona. And if you ain't Arizona, what the fuck you screaming for? Because why? You hey, beat the people in San Fran? Yeah, let's get home cooking going. You can beat them in San Fran if you get that home cooking right. You feel what I'm saying? 
But when you go to that Seattle, them people embarrass you. You don't win by two. You get embarrassed when you go to Seattle. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? How do you, how do you, how do you talk shit when you get beat 29 to 3 in, in Seattle in, in, the, in yes. the first meeting? That's what I'm saying. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, hey, what about wild. the year before when they played in Seattle? After they beat New England and Taz came up and on a least we beat the Patriots and we're going to go beat Seattle and Seattle embarrassed some people up there? You remember that? That's the year before last. I remember, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I remember that. What kills me about talking to him about things from soup to nuts is the lack of objectivity. Okay, you said, like you said, you got to know when to hold them and fold them. You got to know when your team is going to win or not. And you're making an honest evaluation. Look, my team don't look good. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. That's not selling your damn self out or selling your team out. Yeah, you made an honest evaluation. You said it, don't, it just doesn't look like that it's going to happen. Whereas Mr. Mr. You know, African River, a.k.a. Denial, sits over here and comes up with all this rationale that don't have nothing to do with nothing, and then you corner him on what he's saying, you know, all of a sudden you got to be a fuck boy, a dick riding on, 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 on something else. It's just like when you're wrong about something and we've been wrong, and you, you saw me post over there, when I was wrong about a, an event or I was wrong about a game, I was the first one that, to put in writing on the page so everybody could see it. Well, damn, it looks like I was wrong about this one, blah, 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 blah. I was wrong about it. This fool, I said, okay, well, what about the Seattle victory versus the, in, the, in the NFC Championship? Well, did your fucking Bears do anything? I'm like, well, that's not the question that's being asked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, it's, this ain't karate. Don't get defensive. So it's like, you know, I mean, if, you, if you're going to have a debate with, with somebody or you're going to talk about somebody, you know, have the same class to, to be able to yeah. sit up at, 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 when you lose that you do when you win. It's just like gambling. I don't laugh when I win and I don't cry when I lose. It's just it's all part of the game. But see, when you talk to people that have no objectivity and, you know, you got to go through all this, you know, weird stuff, which I, I guess I've already promised that, you know, my, my, my listeners, that I wasn't going to go back into a whole bunch of what, what was, was and wasn't over there. But I'm just saying, when you're talking to somebody about something and your team loses, just say, fuck it, man, my team blew it. But, okay, Cutler set up and quit. I was all up in Cutler's ass when he said that he quit on us in the NFC Championship. Hey, you I quit on us. And then last one, why I didn't want him in there, and I wanted the other guy. When you quit on me, and you said you couldn't play, but the next day you at the mall and you off crutches with no bandage going shopping in the mall for your girl, oh, no, I ain't going to like you no more. That's you show me You're something. Right. Right. That's why you're being a right now. Don't be a man about it. Well, come on, man. You know, yeah. me, when you corner a motherfucker, when, you, when a motherfucker know what you're talking about, and you a Patriots fan, and you know what you're talking about, and you get them people so under their skin, they use this same two fucking words to try to back themselves out that corner. They'll say this, spy motherfucking gate. I am so fucking sick of that shit, like... Motherfucker, come on. You got anything else but spy gay? A nigga could come with some current events, like what happened on Sunday. Something happened if football started today. I'm going to tell you what happened today. Dude, you got your ass toe off the motherfucking frame. The quarterback threw so many yards on you, and I'm and I'm on your ass. Well, at least we didn't do spy gay. God damn, my nigga. Spy gay, really? What the fuck you got? I'm you, want me to, you, know? you, want, you want me to get behind a quarterback? 
that quits on the game before the dance, before the big dance. Hell no, I ain't gonna like your ass no more until you show me something. Hell no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You 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 quit and you went over and sat on a bicycle while this other cat came in and if we had for what it's worth, if he'd have been in the game after the first half, we'd have won because he threw three touchdowns against Green Bay in, in that game. So, so we'd have won with him. Here you are, you're supposed to be the main guy, the top dog, Erlacher backing you up like hey with this dumbass, backing you up saying that you know you're working hard doing this and that and the third, and you quit on the on the game before the big dance. Hell no, I don't like you. I, I'm not going to. We paid you $107 million. I don't, I, as far as I'm concerned, you weren't worth $107,000. Are you kidding me? I'm going to tell you something, Nels. I think the boy's point shave. I think the yeah. boy point shave. You feel me? Because that's awkward for a motherfucker getting. Motherfucker, get out the game when you know this is the game before the motherfucking. Super Bowl, the game before the Super Bowl, you playing against your divisional rivalry. You know what I'm saying? You playing against the Green Bay Packers. You can't yeah. stand Green Bay. You want to beat Green Bay to go to that Super Bowl, so you say, I'll beat your ass to get to where I was going. And never knew what was going to happen up in the Super Bowl because you playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers team. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to beat Green Bay. You got to carry me out. Get out the game, and you put Taylor Payne in. You got to stop riding a bicycle. You got to carry me out. We're going to this Super Bowl. Man, I see McNabb, Brian Leffers getting carried. Brian Leffers getting carried to the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I ain't going. I fuck that. I'm going ride this shit. I people carrying this beat that man to the line. Steve McNabb carrying that man to the line. Like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm hurt, but shit. I'm going to take care of that after the game. Right now, I'm trying to win this shit, and that's what it was. But Brian Leftwich, a.k.a. Brian Sandwich, it didn't matter how bad he was banged up. And you know what? Because he's a brother, the press never gave him the same problems. The boy would have been the boy would have been, been a white dude and took that kind of punishment and went back up to the line. He'd have been the greatest thing since sliced bread. He'd have oh, been yeah. the greatest thing since sliced bread, man. Yeah, like they take they take away from Doug Williams, man. Don't take shit away from that man. Leave Doug Williams, Doug Williams to tell you the truth. That's a black quarterback I give salute to. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. definitely we don't know what Russell Wilson is blamed with. You know what I'm saying? But Doug Williams to come back and put up four hundred some yards in a Super Bowl as a black quarterback. As a Super Bowl MVP, come on, man. You got to get that man his, his props, man. That's a black quarterback, Super Bowl MVP, babe. 400 some yards in a well, Super Bowl. Well, you know why they couldn't do it. You know why they couldn't do it. It had nothing to do with the game. You had already put all your your horse money behind your icon, John Elway. You had talked about what he was going to do. You put it out there. Here, once again, he was the best thing since sliced bread with peanut butter. Okay, so you added a little something to it. Now, jelly was a bonus. And you put that sandwich together, and, and, and all of a sudden, you found out that the bread that you had was actually molded and had been sitting on the shelf too damn long. That ain't French bread. That's molded-ass bread. You sat on the shelf, you looked out the package, and you let it mold. And, and I'm going to tell you what, you got your ass served by Doug Williams and that brother, that, that, that brother Johnson, I think that's what his name was, who ran for 246 yards in your defense that day. I forget the brother's name, 
that was a running yeah. back for Doug Williams that day. But they, all I know is they served their ass like hot grits. And to this day, they don't never talk about that accomplishment. Oh, well, we can go back and talk about Joe Namath's drunk ass. We can go back and show him standing there in a pimp's mink. You know what I'm saying? Come on, now. Stop it. On national TV, drunk as a motherfucker, getting ready to fall the fuck over, and he's he, he sitting up there on, on interviews, right, looking crazy, in a, in, a, in a pimp meat coat and shit, and you can talk about him, what a great guy he was, and go back and show him a hundred times, you can't go back and show and respect but you know, you talk all this shit about diversity, and we already know that the word diversity was created so you would accept homos. That ain't got nothing to do with no, no diversity so far as, as uh, yeah, I said it. It ain't got nothing to do with, with diversity so far as we're concerned. We've been talking about diversity for years. You, the reason you're talking about bullying and diversity right now, right now, is because you want people accepting homos. You don't want people bullying your little homo kids because you don't have enough guts to tell your kids that what, what, their, what their purpose really should be. That's diversity to you. In this country, we don't we don't know nothing about no real diversity in this country because we are so afraid and trembling in our timblings, or they they trembling in their that all of a sudden now that they ain't gonna be accepted. Well, you know what? Welcome to our world because we've been facing this shit for four hundred years. But you want us to, to to all of a sudden change the game on something that happened in Greenwich Village in nineteen sixty nine? I'm sorry, but no, you like the new black and res- and respect us when we do something different. And Russell Wilson still is not getting all the commercials that if it had been that, if that had been Peyton uh, Manning that won that Super Bowl, we'd still be seeing that son of a bitch. Somehow he would pop up in a baseball stadium Everywhere. on the commercial. It's crazy, man. It's ridiculous. Keep me on the Weezy box, man. The next day, you know the Weezy box. 646-595-3402. If you don't like what you heard, you heard me. You know what I'm saying? We talk about it Thanks all over there. Every now, every now and then it gets political, but that's just the way we roll. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Malcolm. Me, meanwhile, back at Soldier uh, Field. <laughs> uh, did you did you catch the fight last night, man? Uh, no, nah, I didn't catch it, but I seen Pacquiao beat him. But I, but I knew that. I knew Pacquiao. This, that was a setup. That's all it was a setup. Everything was it a setup. was a setup. You know what I'm saying? It was damn near blatant, do it to Bradley the first time to cause kind of controversy. You know what I'm saying? Becky, y'all got mm-hmm. paid. He got paid for that. That's why when this time when they went part two, you know what I'm saying? Becky, y'all trying to show they back on the shit to try to get into, trying to get the attention of Floyd Mayweather now. You know? They sound mm-hmm. like a dive. Some, the way he was talking about it, it sounded like a dive because they said he was winning. And and, and even Floyd, uh, or, or Trey, Floyd Whitaker and the other group, said that, you know, because he, he's an avid boxer, he used to box himself, he said that all he had to do was box that dude, and he could have won that on a decision. But, you know, my wife was sitting there listening to the, the – looking at all the tweets as they was coming in, because, like I said, I, I only order Mayweather fights. I don't like fluky shit like that. It happened last night. And for that reason, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a $69 bad check right there. Uh, long story short, uh, you know, said in, in the spirit of not going after the fluky shit, um, I'm listening to the to the stars and everybody else talking about how um, this guy is basically clowning around. He was winning, and all of a sudden he just started clowning. I think what has happened right. is, as my man said, you've been had, you've been took, bamboozled, led astray, run amok. Mm-hmm. I, I 
think they bamboozled the public right there, and, 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 and this guy basically took a dodge that the next guy could do it. It wouldn't be the first time they all fighting out of the same stable that, that um, a guy sat up here and let the other guy do it. I, I'm, I'm watching up Mission of, old school Mission Impossible episodes to know when, 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 a, when a guy is basically throwing a fight. It looked to me like he threw that fight because he was winning that fucking fight. And, and, and I'm telling you, you even had the comedians, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, uh, Marvin Wayans or one of those guys, that Mark Wentz, who said, what the hell is this dude doing? How come he quit fighting? It's like he quit fighting. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I didn't order no fluky shit. I'm, I only spend 60 bucks on Floyd Mayweather. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Maybe you can kill more slices. Oh, yeah, because uh, ain't nobody going to be able to pay off Floyd. <laughs> He's there. He's there specifically for that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Too many Maybacks. Too many Maybacks in the garage. Fuck right. That. <laughs> he, he, he's out there to prove something, and uh, these these guys they didn't man no nah, they didn't go out there to prove nothing. You know what I'm saying? Bradley didn't go out there to prove that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He could he could really knock this dude out. Pacquiao didn't go out there to prove that uh, he was truly better than them. It was just another exhibition fight, and it was fucking horrible. It was. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. Hey, I already knew it. That's why I didn't really watch it. Yeah, we're in the extra time bracket now. We can just sit back and chill out. Nobody else is going to call in, so we get to go. But uh, I hate mm-hmm. that, man. I, I hate it. I think it's dirty. I think Bob Arum has kept the game long enough. And, and me and Rawhide was talking about it last night, Malcolm. Uh, I mean, you're going to have a, a boxer fight the same guy five fucking times. Fight Marquez five. Right, right. I mean, I mean, there's a rubber match and then there's just silly putty. That's a silly putty match. I mean, it's a rubber match when it's a tiebreaker, right? And it's, it's a third boxing match. But when you got a guy fighting the same guy five times, and you know this whole thing about Pacquiao, this illusion that he's this big time great fighter, and every championship he won was from some guy who was on his way out of his career. And I'll, I'll give you the playlist again. In short, Sugar Shane Mosley on his way out. Antonio Margarito, on his way out. Marco Antonio Barrera, on his way out. Eric Morales, on his way out. How many how many tomato cans are you going to fight before you fight the real deal? I'm going to tell you something. The same thing happened to Evander Holyfield. He was fighting a bunch of nobodies and ran up on, on, on Riddick Bo, who had trained up here at Sun River in, here in Oregon, and he came up and he whooped Riddick, uh, uh, Holyfield's ass. Okay, he was totally feels that's real good. The same thing happened with with with, with other boxers when they fight guys that they got no business up fighting, and then you turn around, and you look up, and you fight the the fight the real fighter, fight the real boxer, and you get your ass kicked because you've been fighting bums the whole other time. I, I've never been impressed with Pacquiao. I thought he was overrated. Down, I forgot one of the guys on the playlist. You fought Oscar De La Hoya, who who, who came out of retirement to fight you. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to give you them kind of props. And now you're going through Roy Jones syndrome. You didn't get your ass knocked the fuck out, right? And all of a sudden, and I mean, you ran in there on Marquez, and I'm telling you, I thought you were a postal worker because you got folded like an envelope when you got in there. And you haven't been the same since. You came out shaky against Bradley not once but twice. Do you honestly think that, that, that you're going to beat Floyd Mayweather Jr.? I, I, I told you, like I told my man earlier, I predict that Floyd Mayweather Jr., right, is going to end up fighting this guy because he had a five-fight contract. He's going to fight that dude last, 
they're gonna make it like they're gonna make it the biggest event since Christopher Columbus discovered the West Indies because yeah. he didn't discover America. You don't and, discover, and you know what? People are already there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? And Floyd's going to make more money than he ever has, and it's probably going to be one of the easiest knockouts that he ever has in his life. Straight up. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Straight up. So, so good-looking Floyd, you've played this like a champ. <laughs> you've hey, played it like a champ and did it without being played. 12 times 4 is 48. And if you added another mm-hmm. 12 to it, it would be 60. He got knocked out, I think, in like round nine or ten. So for the sake of argument, you fought this guy fifty fucking rounds, and Roy Jones mm-hmm. knocked—not Roy Jones, but Floyd Mayweather—knocked Marquez out in six rounds. Now you tell me whether or not the fix is really in. These guys sitting around barely hitting each other, and I tell you, this guy oh went. They said, "Well, Marquez went to the gym and he did this and he did that." And that dude, man, I'm telling you, one well, it's, it, it, I got it over on uh, my DVR. It was the most. Beautiful punch I'd ever seen because it's a combination of you <laughs> running in, and you running into a TriMet bus. You know what I'm saying? And you, in your pajamas before you had your Starbucks, and you got knocked what was called fuck out. <laughs> and, and you come back and fight, two shaky fights, and say, "Well, Floyd won't fight me." What the hell is he? What, what does he have to gain fighting you? But I tell you, this Madonna right. kid, though, this Madonna kid, you saw what he did to Broner. This Madonna kid is the real deal. He's the real deal when Roy fights him. So I'll order that one. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll pay them in advance mm-hmm. for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that shit cool. Loving it, man. Loving the sports talk. You know what I'm saying? Loving this, you know, talking. We don't talk sports when we talk, you know, music stuff. And we don't talk music stuff when we talk sports and everything. And, and, and I love it, man. And people hear each other out over here. No fuck boys. No dick riding. You know what I'm saying? No, no Oswald prison. I mean, it's it's it's, it's smooth right. to talk to y'all, man, and and get your thoughts out. And damn it, I can't wait to play those Patriots. That's gonna be that's gonna be the talk of the talk right there. You know what I'm saying? I think we play Seattle too. See, but now we we might have we might end up might be bumping heads before we play the before we play the Bears because I look at. It's either Houston or Portland might have to come to San Antonio in that second round. I look. I, I want Portland to play anybody, but believe it or not, Phoenix. We keep, we keep losing to. I don't know what the combination but say, is. You ain't gonna play Phoenix, Phoenix today, man. Yeah, why you want to play them people for, man? You know they got to play us in the first round. I hope so because I hate Phoenix. Phoenix always beats Portland. I don't know what it is. Show, man. Oh, we really oh, appreciate having you over here, 
Well, uh, 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 I'm going to tell you like this. Hey, hey, I'm going to tell you like this, though. On some real shit. You know, and we got we got the number one number we got number one seed, and we have the motherfucking home court throughout the whole playoffs. That means we is better than the Miami Heat itself. Home court, you feel what I'm saying? Throughout the whole thing. So that by that being said, that means if this game if we go to game seven against Miami this year. It ain't going to be in Miami. It's going to be in, in San Antonio, AT&T Center. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, please believe me. We is not worried about nobody. <laughs> we, well, four teams. Four teams in two years. Four teams in two years. You know what I'm saying? Only team that really gave us trouble. Only three teams gave us trouble in two years, and that's OKC. You know what I'm saying? Golden State did their little thing, you know what I'm saying? But they took it four two, you feel me? And the Miami Heat. If you ain't them three teams, you will get swept. Ask the ask um your homeboy Norris with the LA Clippers. They played four games and they lost four games. You know what I'm y'all saying? Y'all ain't never swept us. I know that y'all ain't never in the history of y'all franchise. Y'all this year might be a whole new year. You guys have never, ever swept the Portland Trailblazers. You said this year's Blazers year for that, huh? Hey, man, the Blazers are going to serve a hot, hot, cold Texas team. (laughs) I'm going to tell you like this. Don't you know we came back and beat the Phoenix Suns only with Tony Parker? (laughs) Only with Tony Parker came back and beat the Suns and everything. Well, you know, style is fight. For whatever reason, we just haven't figured out the style to beat them yet. I don't know what the hell's going on. Hey, we got Dup. We got Dup on our squad. Anybody could show up. Patty Mills could show up and play. Danny Green hit 33. Nobody didn't know that. 33 against the Phoenix Suns. Well, well, you you know why Patty Mills is good. Remember, where did Patty Mills come from before he joined y'all? Yeah, you could say Uh, that. You know what was that for? He was playing with a he was playing with a winning squad. He was playing with Portland. You know what I'm saying? He was the the trailblazers. Yeah, so he was playing with a winning squad. But when he came to San Antonio, he was playing with a championship squad. You know what I'm saying? Winning the championships is two different things. That man was in the NBA Finals last year. So, say, man. So, what that tell you? Fucking with Popovich. He'll take you to the promised land. Oh, Pop- last year see. with Popovich, first NBA Finals loss last year. His first. That means that man was going to championship. I want you to remember these words. If we play y'all in championship, we beat y'all. You know what I'm going to say? We shut y'all the world. <laughs> Well, but this is the kind of thing. We ain't going to be able to see you in the championship because you got to get past Houston first. Oh, there you go. I know you're hoping something in Texas gets it done. It ain't going to happen. We ain't going to lose to a Texas team, man. This is our year. Yeah, you will lose to San Antonio. The winner got to play out of the Clippers and the OKC Thunders. Oh, Lord. I got to play out of 
Norris is really feeling them Clippers. He's got reason for good reason for optimism, but we seem to play them pretty tough, man. I'm telling you, these trailblazers, we sweep man, they some people, right man. There. We don't want to play the Clippers no more. We sweep some people. <laughs> that was one of the teams. Hey, but this is the only thing I want to tell you. How can you Portland Trailblazer fans feel like you could be a team that swept a team to go to the finals? Like in swept in Memphis Grizzlies to go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? How can you be a team like that? I don't know. When y'all, when y'all, when y'all lost, that, lost the year before last and, did, and didn't uh, make it to the championship, you was awful quiet on, on, that, on that, that statement right there. So, just let's just put this way. Don't be surprised because keep in mind, we got confidence, dog. We have beaten you guys three out of the last four games. Including at Georgia. It, it, it ain't no different. And we, ain't, we ain't got nothing to lose. That's, a, that's the difference. Y'all got all that prestige. Y'all, kinda, y'all got more pressure than we do because you guys expect to do something. So when we come up and we shake y'all up and stuff, we might we might have to, we might have y'all on ship. Y'all might be listening to to some mob deep. Y'all might be some ship ones. I don't know. I don't know. You gotta be careful. Last Portland, time we played, we last time we played, we beat the shit out of Portland. But you know, um, well, one out of like, one out of four ain't bad. You know, I mean, but that's just like you. That's just like you said right now. Oh, I think the Nets could um, I think the Nets could beat the Miami Heat just because oh, they swept them. No. Nets can't fuck with Miami in the playoffs, nine or seven but games there. No. But you know what, though? Unless they cheat for them, you got to remember now, David Stern is no longer on deck. David Stern orchestrated a whole lot of bullshit. You know why I know David Stern orchestrated a whole lot of bullshit? Because when the Portland Trailblazers had the best record in the league at 62, and, 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 and I think it was 63 at 19, they had the best record in the league. Nobody was beating us. We even beat Michael Jordan and the Bulls in the home-and-home series during the season. And we were in the Western Conference Championship. We were up by 14 with two minutes left. All of a sudden, here come the bullshit whistles. And referees that were in those games admitted to cheating for the Lakers because evidently uh, Jake O'Donnell, one of those guys, didn't like Clyde Drexler because he threatened them one night. That was a story that he told. But the bottom line is, David Stern was saying, well, we think that the market value for the NBA would probably be a bigger market value if the Los Angeles Lakers played the Indiana Pacers instead of the Portland Trailblazers. Right after he said that shit, magically the referees caught amnesia and we didn't know how to play no more. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and, and when you have referees who admit to, to point shaving and improprieties and and, and, and the games and shit like that, and interfering in games and the balance of the games, that, that gives you a reason for pause on believing that, 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 that the commissioner of, of, uh, of basketball or, or, or whoever's out there doesn't have the same, kind of, uh, the same kind of enthusiasm. Because in the NBA, it's just like any other business. It's about making money, man. It's definitely about making money. So, like you said, I agree with you. I actually agree with you that just because the Nets – swept them during this time because of the money. Do you really want to see the Brooklyn Nets versus, you know, San Antonio Spurs? I mean, for real, for real? Or would you rather see LeBron James in them? I'm just saying that the officiating is human nature to want to get the most for your bang, for your buck, out of whatever sports you're doing. And I don't put it above these commissioners to maybe alter the, the results of games 
by you know coming with the fuckery. I just I just don't doubt that they could do it. It's crazy. We could beat we could beat the Heat. We got the we got the ingredients, the formula to beat the Heat. We should have beat the Heat. To tell you the honest truth, you know what I'm saying. If you want to be real with it, we should have beat the Heat. Fuck up, play well, away from winning the championship. You know what I'm saying. That's all to it. You can Just take some solace in knowing though it wasn't LeBron James that beat y'all. LeBron James dark. I mean, LeBron James fucked up and then got that little ugly little little crybaby look on his face when uh, when he fucked up and stuff. So you're right. It's it's not like he's the one who did it. You know. You know. I'm gonna tell you real true. I'm gonna tell you the truth. If you ain't gonna believe me, and you might you might be like, oh, this is shocking. You know who beat San Antonio Spurs in that finals? Who that? Greg Popovich. Wow. That's who beat San Antonio in that finals. I blame Greg because how you going to put four guards and Tiago split on, on the floor when you know oh, if man. you miss it, you need a rebound. So you need Tim Duncan in there. I would have kept Kawhi Leonard, Splitter, and Duncan right there. You know what I'm saying? Because right. LeBron James proved to you once again that he is not the clutch factor. Because damn near, he the one who missed the goddamn goal for Chris Bosh to kick it out to Ray Allen to take it over time. Because if Ray Allen, when, if Ray Allen would have missed that shot, or Chris Bosh would not get that rebound, well, San Antonio would have been five-time NBA champion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I blame Greg Popovich for that because Popovich, Popovich should have known you got to have your best rebound out there in case some shit like that happen. You know what I'm saying? This should never right. been a rebound, never been kicked to Ray Allen, knowing Ray Allen would knock that shit down in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Because LeBron right. fucked it up. Between me you know? and the fence post, though, I'm just playing well, for all concerns that the L.A. Lakers are going to shit. I hope they go. I hope when they go to shit, I hope they stay there for quite a while. I hope they stay there for a long time. Yeah. It's been, it has been too much centered around the, the, the Kobe factor and, and all this cheating and, and, and weird shit that goes on just to make sure that the Lakers, the Lakers are, 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 are a viable playoff team. And it, and it sucks because as a Portland Trailblazer fan, there's been too many times when we've had teams that are better where I've had to watch my team go tits up. It's like that stupid alley-oop play that they always show with Shaq running off with his mouth all, all wide open after he got that alley-oop against Portland. We were up by 14 points with a minute and a half left to go, and suddenly we start getting bullshit calls from everywhere. And, I, and, I, and I've sat up here and I've watched the, the league manipulate games so that the Lakers can be in it, and it, it's just it's sickening to watch it. I was so glad to see a San Antonio or a Houston, uh, you know, you know, uh, put it on them and shit and, and, and win a championship. I, I got to the point where I just couldn't stand the Lakers, and not because I don't like the Lakers. I just don't like the way that the league takes and manipulates stuff. It's just like bird versus magic and all that all that bullshit that, that that came up with. When you start coming up with two players that you talk about or not making calls on Jordan or, or, or you know, whoever the marquee guy is, you know, for, for the league, they get the least fouls of anybody because you want to keep them in because you want to make that money. Like I said, I'm a businessman myself, so I know what it's like to want the most out of your business. But when you're screwing other people around, literally screwing other teams in the league up by trying to keep a farce going, I'm glad to see the Lakers where they're at. I hope they stay there for a while. I ain't going to lie. 
I like the you know team that I really admire and I and I thank them from doing that to the Lakers. I would like to thank Detroit Pistons, the old folk Pistons. Yeah. I loved that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Only it, it should have been a sweep. Kobe Kobe inched away and got that luck ass shot off to take it overtime, and the Lakers won their only game in the NBA Finals, and that's in the Staples Center. But it wasn't game one; it was game two. So game one, they lost to Detroit in Staples Center. That's how I knew I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, Detroit from when this NBA Finals, I could feel it because damn near they took the first game in LA. Second game mm-hmm. they lost, went to Detroit, and that bitch never went back to LA. That bitch stayed in Detroit with the trophy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so them people, them people, Chicago, got their ass three games. Oh, you know, Chicago got that ass two four to one. Jim Paxson and B.J. Armstrong, not Michael Jordan won it, but Jim Paxson and B.J. Armstrong. Hitting big shots, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, man, big time. Oh yeah, you know, so I love that. Cause the Lakers, cause the Lakers fans feel like the Lakers, like the Lakers losing right now. Everybody want to Lakers fans. If a Lakers fans is the host of a show, I ain't gonna say no names. You know what right. I'm saying? But he's the host of a show. Everybody want to try to figure out how to fix the fucking Lakers. Please let them die. Oh, I P for 2013 and 14 season. You know what I'm saying? Because your season is bust. You finna go for the number one pick. Who you going to get your boy grill? Or, you know what I'm saying, Andrew Wiggins or whoever you choose because you suck. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the worst teams in the West. You feel me? People play you as, like, for practice. Like, if if you lose two back-to-back games and you figure out you playing the Lakers that next game, you be like, oh, shit, we finna get our motivation up quick. Oh, it's going to be good. Let's go play the Lakers shit. We should build our motivation up playing the Lakers, you know? Why you think exactly. Houston put 145 on the Lakers, man? Houston put 145 on L.A. recently. So that tells you right then and there, man, they don't have it no more. Kobe might as well say, fuck it. I'm just going to retire and give it up. You know what I'm saying? For real. You didn't play. You yeah. played a little bit a little bit this season and you was out again, huh? Indeed. That's it, man. Poor Lakers out of the R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he looks real lame. I'm, I'm glad to see that, too. Hey. But if you tell the thing, though, Dale, the last time the Lakers was in the playoffs, guess what happened? They got swept by them San Antonio Spurs. That was more satisfying than the Snickers. <laughs> hey, yeah. I won, hey, I won a hundred dollars. I won a hundred dollars for that bet because the niggas, the niggas were so retarded and crazy. D Wall and Trey, you know what I'm saying? They wanted the bet, and I was like, oh man, that's easy money, easy hundred dollars. All right, D. Wall talk about, hey, I'm going to count to five. If I count to five, you can't take that bet back. I say, shit, one, two, three, four, five. Go ahead, continue with the bet. Man, I should have be like, if, I should have told him just like this. If we sweep y'all, you got to double it. That'll be $100 a piece. Huh? That's, that's incredible. That was incredible, man. I, I, I was like, I I am not a fan of the Lakers. 
four games to nothing. Then you got two big men, Dwight Howard and Paul Gasol down there couldn't do nothing with San Antonio. Maybe we'll lighten their ass up. Kawhi Leonard, I get hey Kawhi Leonard. That's gonna be my hey. After after the big three, Kawhi they gonna build a uh, build San Antonio around Kawhi Leonard. I can feel it. Kawhi Leonard gonna be a superstar, man. Mark my words, Nell. Yep. He gonna be a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard. Huh? Kawhi Leonard. Oh yeah, can I San Diego State? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. They've been producing you know, some beasts out from down there, too. Yeah, and he on the 6'7". Damn. He on the 6'7". I'd, like I'd like to see another Jordan, you know, come to, kind of cat come to the league and, and get it in and get it done, man. Be, ni- be nice to see it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, he, maybe, maybe he you know, he ain't only good on the, He ain't only good on the points. Man, that man, the monster on the rebound. That man had, that man had 15 rebounds against, uh, 15 rebounds against Dallas. 15 points and 15 rebounds. That's something. Yeah. That's something that a 7-3, a 7-3 center can't get right now. You know what I'm saying? That's in Roy Hibbert. You feel me? Man, what is wrong with Indiana right now? Uh, they beat, they beat OKC. They beat OKC today, though. You know what I'm saying? They beat OKC oh. today. Yeah. Damn. They beat them they earlier today. No. They, they, they really tell you, aren't you? They just slack it back a little bit. But they can still get the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? But who? Right. it don't matter. Who wants the number one seed in the East? It don't matter if you're number one or number two in the East because... The top two teams gonna meet up again in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's all to it. Cause I don't see no other team unless Brooklyn. I give Brooklyn. I give. I put Brooklyn up there too. You know what I'm saying? Brooklyn might do something, but I don't see nobody really fucking with uh with Indiana or Miami. At all. Motherfuckers left left Uh New Jersey. Motherfuckers left New Jersey and came over to Brooklyn. And now they, they they have made the New York Knicks the laughing stock of the damn league because they came over and in, in, in their backyard and, and going to the playoffs and, and swept the Miami Heat. And meanwhile, Carmelo and, and company still got a garbage squad over there. They, they're probably going to be 50 years before they win another championship, let alone damn near a playoff game. That is really pitiful. I, I thought the Blazers were going bad for a while. But when you when you got that kind of you know record that kind of thing going, come on, man! I mean, I mean, really? I mean, come on. That was worse than yeah, the Knicks was worse than that. It took you know, sad. They tried to get they tried, to, but they did their last playoff push at the wrong right. time. You know what I'm saying? It was too late when you're trying to play off, trying to push it. It's too late now. You know what I'm saying? Now you do or die. So we shouldn't have. You should have been having that uh, motivation as soon as the All Star break came about. You know what I'm saying? Or before the All Star break, put yourself in, put yourself in a comfortable, a comfortable position going into the second season. You know what I'm saying? To the second round of the NBA season. You feel me? Because the first round, only thing the first round do is put you in kind of is out of you get position 
when you get in position, you either keep that position or go down. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's all. That's what. That's what. That's why we're tripping. Ah, right, go ahead. The last time we pulled the Houston straw for a playoff, uh, a, a team to play against, we we lost miserably with them and stuff. And uh, it's it's going to be nice to see Portland have at least have action. But that Harden kid, man, I'm telling you, that 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 guy's got to be one of the most underrated ball players in the league right now. I just don't want to lose to Jeremy Lin. <laughs> he is Harden is. I give Harden that because Dabnell, that's the reason why OKC never could go back to the finals because of Harden gone. When Harden left, you see when OKC did, huh? They could have they right. could have used last year playing against Houston. I mean playing against uh, Memphis, they could have used Harden. You know what I'm saying? They give Durant an extra score. Plus Harden gonna drive that drive to the goal. You know what I'm saying? Simply right. do everything that Russell Westbrook do, you know. But Harden's shot is more crucial than Russell Westbrook's, though. Harden will look at you, step back, and bust you dead in your face. I seen this man get so many four-point plays on San Antonio that season and that fight on Western Conference Finals. I was like, mm-hmm. man, that's, man, that boy too much. But when I seen that boy got traded, and that's when I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to the finals. I can feel it. I I predict a trade of uh, Russell Westbrook off the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm not mean to the Los Angeles Lakers because, first of all, he he and, and actually maybe even Kevin Love to go along with that. It's logical because they both played at UCLA. He's from Comp- the Compton area, and um, it's, it's kind of, unless unless something happens like when uh, Dwayne Wade realized that uh, he had to decide whether or not it was going to be his team or LeBron James' team, you got two guys that seem hell-bent and determined to fight for um, who's, the, who's the king of the team. And until they figure out who's the man on that team, it's going to be just like it was for the Miami Heat. Uh, they're going to continue to butt heads and continue to be unsuccessful because neither guy really wants to give up the rock. And, and let the other guy be the man. I mean, Westbrook is, plays like a guy who's obsessed, like he wants to show the world that he's the man. And, uh, and unless we see something different, you know, come out of there, those guys are heading for a downfall. One of those guys is going to have to go. They're going to have to make a choice because you can't have two guys that want to be the man on the team because they just don't look like it. I mean, KD you know, they, they were talking MVP for him because he didn't have nobody to he really had to compete with. And unfortunately for uh, unfortunately for them, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to make a decision. They're gonna have to make a decision. Either either you uh, tell Westbrook to to let KD be the star there, or uh, I don't I just don't think they can coexist because he plays so much better and he's he's a he's a dominant player. It's like when Westbrook comes back in, he just kind of lays back and doesn't play as, as strong a game as he would if, if, if Low Boy wasn't there. So it's going to be pretty interesting, man, to see how this shit turns out. I mean, I, I, don't, I just don't think those two are going to be able to, to coexist much longer in the capacity that they're in right now. Or maybe I'm just not seeing it right, but I just I just see KD as a guy who's who does a better job by himself. <laughs> 
you know. Maybe I'm not looking at it right. See, KD, KD, I already know KD alone going to the fullest. I got a roll, K. You yep. know what I'm saying? KD alone going. So by KD just, you feel me? KD being lethal like that, I don't think Westbrook can compete with KD. I don't think Westbrook got he could drive through the hole could be a small player and got mad hops. But KD would light right. your ass up. You can't do nothing with him. You know what I'm saying? That's the <laughs> scoring champ, you know? KD is scoring champ. Yeah. He would light your ass up. I don't think KD and Payman is the same. You just, you know what I'm saying? You got to know they're going to get his. They're going to get there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They try to shut their, everybody around him. But shit. The click that he got around him, now with Karan Butler with him, you know what I'm saying, he don't have to really do that much, you know. But if he right. catch five, don't 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 think he's going to stop after he catch five. Don't think that because he will still light your ass up. <laughs> he's a longhorn to the pullers, huh? <laughs> yeah. So he beats that yeah. longhorn. Yeah, I already know. It's hook him. Hook them on. Hook them on, man. I thought they were going to do something this year in, in the NC2As, but the NC2As is starting to become like the NBA. They've been kind of making the determination who they want to be there. Because, I mean, the way that, uh, that uh, they did Oregon versus Wisconsin was was, was a robbery. First, they sent they send them uh, to a, to play a team that's right down the street from their damn stadium in, in, in Wisconsin right there. And then they get Oregon in there and then shit on them. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I see what's going on here. You guys have already made up your minds. You ain't going to let them advance because Oregon was fucking balling this year. Oregon beat the shit out of us. You know what I'm saying? I got to get yeah. They beat us in Alamo, though, bowl, so... You know, but that was Mac Brown. That was the last end of Mac Brown. Now we got another cat, you know what I'm saying? Another cat as in Charlie Strong that's going to take over the team, going to get us right. And let's play That brother's going to set y'all straight, man. I got that brother down there in command. It's about time that college football caught up to the, the 21st century and started giving, giving some brothers some some responsibility and some props because okay. believe you me, brothers, brothers love to win. I don't know what they think about us and why they they always got to look at us and treat us like you know we don't want to be winners and shit. But you put a, you put a, you put a brother <laughs> you put a brother in his spot. He gonna he gonna show you the best thing uh, that there is next to the sliced bread effect. So I mean you, you got to quit counting brothers out and acting like we don't we don't give a damn about what's going on in our, around us and shit, man. We. We good coaches and all that shit. Just give, just give us an opportunity and a chance, and we'll show you what it is. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be acting all scared and shit. So, oh, yeah. Man, I'm that's, that's why, Go ahead. That's what I said. That's why I say, uh, that's why I say shit. It's, it's, it'll be, hey, Charlie Strong going to change everything around, you know what I'm saying, around us. You feel me? Yeah, y'all, y'all got it going on. Y'all got it going on for sure. I give y'all that for sure. For sure, for sure, y'all got it going on down there. Man, wish we would get a brother like that. 
man, I'm going to cut this shit show because I got to get up and go do some stuff in the morning here. But, man, thanks for stopping through as usual, man. Uh, we're going to be back on the regular schedule tomorrow. This was special Sunday edition because I didn't have a show last night because I thought I was going to be going to this damn uh, 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 surprise birthday party, but it didn't, it didn't jump off that way. But um, we uh, we have we got a show tomorrow night, man, probably in about that 6 or 7 o'clock district again. Uh, we get going back to that Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, Saturday deal again. So if you want to stop by tomorrow, man, you know what I'm saying? Bring your hook 'em horns and your and, and and Tom Brady's jersey, man. We'll we'll get it in again tomorrow, man. I'm sure we'll have something something to talk about with this NBA, you know, closing in the way it is. I think a lot of things that's going weird in the league right now is because the um you know, guys was bored because they was waiting for the playoffs to start. But it should be good, man. Old Portland can pull the draws up there and make this happen right quick. Time will tell. We'll see. But uh I'll catch you on the rebound, family. Thanks for stopping through. That's uh, that's 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 Malcolm the Beast in in, in the building talking to them Patriots, and uh, I'm talking to myself right now. He left already. 